Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Tim Elliott. So our reading today is Acts chapter 23, verses 20 to 24. But what what I'd love to do is, is take it from verse 19. So I'll read out 19 as well. So the commander took the young man by the hand, drew him aside and asked, what is it you want to tell me? And he said, some Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul before the Sanhedrin tomorrow on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about him. Don't give in to them because more than 40 of them are waiting in ambush for him. They've taken an oath not to eat, waiting for your consent to their request. The commander dismissed the young man with this warning. But don't tell anyone that you've reported this to me. Then he called two of his centurions and ordered them, get ready a detachment of 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at nine tonight. Provide horses for Paul so that he may be taken safely to Governor Felix. So in the passage, we know that Paul is outwardly in a difficult situation at the moment in Jerusalem. To put it mildly, earlier he shared his testimony and the message of Jesus to the Jewish community and the Jewish leadership, and it caused an uproar. Paul's nephew finds out that a group of 40 Jews are waiting to ambush and kill Paul. And we have the situation where the Roman commander is told about the plot by Paul's nephew and the commander's left with a choice of what to do. Does he give in to, in fact, the New King James Bible says, does he yield to the Jewish plot? And we read he doesn't. The commander mobilizes 470 of his garrison to protect Paul and take him safely onward to the governor at nine o'clock that very evening. And this, if you think about it, this must have been a very tense situation to feel the need to have 470 people protecting Paul. It's a, it must have been tense. So I'd love to consider the passage briefly from three angles. And the first is the perspective of Paul's nephew. So he's got a critical task. He's got something to say to the Roman commander. Paul's nephew was bold here, to put it mildly. It's a dangerous and tense situation, but he finds the commander, shares the information, and says he shouldn't yield to the Jewish plot. So let's just pause for a moment and think about that theme of boldness. Perhaps there's a challenge for us today. Do we need to be bold like Paul's nephew was in our own lives today? You're asking Jesus, what is it you want me to do today, this weekend, this month, for the rest of this year? 
and running with it boldly and asking for his strength to do it, being bold in our faith. And the second perspective is that of the commander. He's given a choice to yield, to submit to the pressure from the Jewish leadership. And I'd imagine he'd have been very concerned about this very volatile situation that he was having to deal with. And yielding to the Jewish leadership would have probably quietened things down. So let's just pause for a moment and think about that theme of yielding and submitting. As Christians, we're called to submit and yield to Jesus and his voice. That's the way to live an abundant life. And it makes me think about where am I yielding to other pressures in my own life where I shouldn't be allowing influences to creep in. You know, we need to say to Jesus, I want to submit to you as number one in my life. And thirdly, there's the perspective of Paul himself. Paul's been walking in step with the spirit and responding to Jesus's prompting since his conversion on the road to Damascus. And he continues to be in this spiritual battle. And that spiritual aspect of the battle is in a way made more physically apparent as he has this army of 470 of the Roman garrison taking him onward to the governor. And we know from earlier in the chapter in verse 11 that Jesus, in the quiet of the night, had spoken to Paul saying, take courage, take courage. So let's just pause for a moment. Perhaps we need to be reminded that we're in a spiritual battle and we need to take courage. And this is a challenging time in our world at the moment. As Christians, let's take courage. Let's walk in step with the spirit. Fix our eyes on God, who is powerful and mighty. Jesus died for you, died for me on the cross, defeated death. And we have the Holy Spirit. We don't do it on our own. We have the Holy Spirit. So perhaps that first theme of boldness has resonated, being bold today in our faith. Perhaps it's the second theme of who or what are we yielding to in our lives and saying, Jesus, I want to yield to your voice only. Yours is the voice that leads to abundant life. Perhaps it's the third theme, the reminder that we're in a spiritual battle. We're to take courage, fix our eyes on Jesus, just like Paul did. Thanks, Tim. Uh, Tim has encouraged us there to ask the Holy Spirit to help us to be bold, to show courage, to submit where we need to, to yield to Jesus. Why don't we pray that for ourselves now? Uh, and as we think beyond that, we prayed this morning for, uh, for Sunday services as they move online and for all of our plans this Christmas as we hope to be able to meet in person uh, for wisdom for the teams and for everyone to have courage in inviting people to all of these different services as well.